Buenos días from BA. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from 13th of April 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Wednesday the 12th, the minister and former president of the National Electoral Council, better known as CNE, Divisay Lucena, passed away after fighting cancer for several years. Executive Vice President Delcy Rodriguez announced Lucena's death on Twitter. During her tenure at the CNE, Lucena oversaw the electoral victories of both Hugo Chavez and Nicolás Maduro. Many Venezuelans criticized her for allegedly accepting bribes from the Chavista regime to manipulate election results in their favor. Love her or hate her, there's no denying that she's left an incredible mark on the memories of Venezuelan families for years to come. On a lighter note, on Saturday the 8th, the Venezuelan Foreign Ministry announced in a statement that China had invited Venezuela to participate in the International Lunar Research Station project, which aims to study the moon's evolution and search for another suitable planet for humans. Maduro stated that this invitation recognized, quote, the Bolivarian government's efforts to promote scientific development, unquote. He also expressed his commitment to continue strengthening the strategic partnership between the two nations. Seems like China is shooting for the moon, while Venezuela and Guyana are stuck in a territorial dispute. On Tuesday the 11th, the official website of the Guyana government's petroleum office was hacked. The perpetrators replaced it with a Venezuelan map and the phrase, quote, the Esequibo is Venezuelan, unquote following the recent ruling of the International Court of Justice in favor of Guyana regarding the ownership of Esequibo. Anand Persaud, the Guyanese Natural Resources Minister, confirmed the incident and stated that the National Data Management Authority is taking action to address the hack. It seems that the Telesur website was also hacked on the same day, Tuesday the 11th, at the Guyana government's website. Messages captured while the hackers had control of the website can be seen circulating on social media, calling for freedom for Venezuela and Cuba, as well as for political prisoners in both countries. The president of the television network, Patricia Villegas, confirmed the information on her social media after they regained control of the platform. She reported that they will work to, quote, reinforce the security of our sites, unquote. A group of hackers called Team HDP carried out the cyber intervention, and they are believed to be the same individuals responsible for hacking the Guyana government oil office portal. Moving on, on Thursday the 6th of April, Venezuelans and activists accused the Maduro government of failing to provide support in repatriating the bodies of 40 migrants that were killed in a fire in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, which occurred on the 27th of March. Relatives of the victims expressed distress and desperation in social media, adding that they did not know the whereabouts of their loved ones. The relative reported that some individuals offered to help them find their relatives and repatriate them, but charging a 40% commission. After hearing the news, Mexico got the ball rolling on Friday the 7th and initiated the repatriation process of the bodies of the migrants who tragically lost their lives in the fire. Then, on Tuesday the 11th, Venezuela sent over a team that's well-versed in fingerprints to make sure they correctly identify each person. 
Another incident that caused a stir on social media was the one that occurred on Monday the 10th in Ocumare de la Costa in the state of Aragua, where at least three people died and 12 were injured. Journalist Gregoria Díaz reported that a pickup truck had overturned at kilometer 13 of the road, causing the deaths of David Alejandro Martínez Rojas, Alicia Rojas and an unidentified woman. Emergency services took the injured to the central hospital of Maracay for treatment. In other news, on Sunday the 9th, Tarek William Saab, attorney general, reported that his office had conducted over 140 raids and issued more than 60 arrest warrants for corruption in the past three days. Saab stated that the government is targeting officials and businessmen involved in corruption networks. He also said that the government is sending a strong message to those who seek to enrich themselves at the expense of the Venezuelan people. However, the prosecutor did not reveal the names of the individuals targeted by the arrest, warrants, or the locations where the raids took place. Since the 17th of March, the government has arrested mayors, legislators, judges, and senior executives of PDVSA. In the purge against corruption, no one is safe, not even police officers. On Friday the 7th, Douglas Rico, the National Director of the Scientific and Criminalistic Investigation Service Corps, also known as CICPC, reported that two CICPC officials and one from the Bolivarian National Police, or PNB, were arrested for extortion in Caracas. The detainees were identified as Wilmer Betancourt, a CICPC detective, Jesus Blanco, a PNB officer, and Juan Arteaga, who had a false CICPC credential. The first two using their positions and access to investigations through their respective security agencies were responsible for locating people who were sought or under investigation to demand money in exchange for not proceeding with their arrests. The third detainee, who was posing as a false CICPC detective, extorted various merchants in the capital city, demanding money in exchange for allowing them to operate. Speaking of the PNB, on Saturday the 8th, officials from the PNB confiscated a, quote, Judas, unquote, doll with the face of Maduro that had been intended for burning during the Holy Week celebrations in the state of Lara. The officials discovered the doll, which resembled Maduro, in the city of Barquisimeto and removed it from the area. No arrests were made. Venezuelans burn political figures during Holy Week as a form of protest, referring to these figures as, quote, Judas, unquote, after the Apostle of Jesus. In another news, on Wednesday the 12th, the Domingo Hernández Lares, Operational Strategic Commander of the Bolivarian National Armed Forces, or SANB, announced on Twitter that they had dismantled an illegal mining camp in the Chabacana National Park in Amazonas State. The general-in-chief reported that the illegal mining camp was destroying the ecosystem and violating the nation's territorial order. The officials of the Bolivarian National Armed Forces seized logistic materials used for illegal mining, such as suction pumps, motors, high-pressure hoses and fuel. While the citizens protest against him, Maduro's only interest is to free Alex Saab. On Sunday the 9th, the Maduro regime once again demanded the release of Alex Saab, 
who remains imprisoned in the United States and whose, quote, human rights have been violated, unquote, as stated in a message posted by the Foreign Ministry on Twitter. In the tweet, the Foreign Ministry reminded the public that his health is at risk due to lack of adequate medical attention. Speaking of Alex Saab, on Tuesday the 11th, according to a police source close to the investigation, the Maduro regime arrested the Colombian businessman Álvaro Pulido Vargas, who is a partner of Alex Saab, as part of their anti-corruption operation amid the internal purge in Chavismo. CNN revealed that a confidential PDVSA report dated on the 11th of October 2022 linked a significant portion of the uncollected invoices from 2019 and 2020 to companies operated by Saab and Pulido, such as Mexican Libre Abordo and Schlager Business Group, or Russian companies Proton and Delta, among others. From comedian to electoral candidate. On Monday the 10th, Benjamin Rauseo, a Venezuelan lawyer, businessman and comedian, announced his official participation as an independent candidate in the electoral primary on the 22nd of October. During this primary, Venezuelans will elect the opposition's unitary candidate for the 2024 presidential election. As crazy as it sounds, many Venezuelans think that Rauseo is actually one of the best candidates in the opposition ranks. Some people are trying to get into politics while others are giving up on it. On Tuesday the 11th, Giovanni González, the mayor of the Cardenal Quintero municipality in the state of Mérida, announced his resignation from office. In a video he posted on social media, González stated that he does not receive resources from the government and cannot, quote, help, unquote, the citizens. In his statement, González explained that he is also facing a difficult personal and family crisis that prevents him from continuing with his duty. And that's it for this week. What's your favorite food? Let us know at venezuela at proshock.com. Hasta la próxima.